The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Hey there, and welcome to a new episode here on the podcast where we're talking all about how it's okay to take care of ourselves, to take time for ourselves. Even though my kids are all grown up, I've been thrown back into full-on caregiving mode this week because my husband, Brian, just had foot surgery. It all went well, and he's healing. But here's what I want you to, to know. Here's what I want to share with you today. I cleared my schedule for those first few days, right? But I really forgot how much time and energy healing can take. Just getting up and down the stairs is a whole process. Taking care of all the tasks of daily living, all while trying to keep stress and anxiety low, uh, not when we don't quite know what to expect day to day. It's a lot. Plus, of course, focusing on healthy eating, getting good sleep. Taking care of ourselves takes time. And sometimes I think we forget that. We don't schedule it in. We get so busy that the time for ourselves falls by the wayside. That's what I've been thinking about all week. Have you ever felt this way? (laughs) This whole experience has reminded me of a time earlier on in our homeschooling years when I had three kiddos. One of them was a toddler and two were in the grades. And sadly, my mother-in-law passed away. She'd been fighting cancer for years and I was the one who often took her to her chemo appointments, her doctor appointments. And when she passed away in June, there was just so much going on in our lives. The boys were about to go away to sleep away camp for the very first time ever. I remember that. But 
it was up in the air because we needed to take care of all of the things. And first, of course, there was the grieving. Grief takes a lot of time and energy too. In this episode, I want to talk about how it's not only okay to take time for yourself, it's actually really important because we're caregivers and caregiver burnout is real. I so often say that um, we create and hold the space for all of the emotional energy in our families. So let's talk today about how it's not only okay to take time for yourself, but it's imperative. In this episode, you'll hear some compelling evidence for just how important it is to take care of ourselves. Plus, some roadblocks we have to doing that. You might share some of these, and I'll share uh, what that looks like for me. And then I I want to uh, share with you my top three ways of taking care of ourselves while in the midst of our interesting, adventurous homeschooling lives. So that summer when my mother-in-law passed away, that's the summer when I was first diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. Stress really can take a toll on us, on our bodies. That's also the same year I began my journey to self-care and self-healing, recognizing that it's important. And I began scheduling in care for myself, paying attention to that. I'm still on that journey, I will say. And today, I want to share some things that I've learned along the way over the past 20 years plus years. Today, I am taking a stand for your self-care. Chronic stress takes a toll. I want to start with something that we all know, but often ignore. Chronic stress can affect our health. There's so much research these days that talks about this. One area of research that I find fascinating is about something called telomeres. These are the little protective endings on our DNA strands. And as we age, they get shorter and shorter and leave our bodies less and less protected from illness. But it turns out we can also do things to keep our telomeres from shortening so quickly or even help them to grow. What are these things you might ask? Well, they're very similar to the self-care practices that we all long for, aim for. They include eating a healthy diet, getting plenty of sleep, reducing the stress in our lives. All right, so let's just acknowledge this. Homeschooling can be stressful. I know that. After 25 plus years of homeschooling three kiddos, I know that homeschooling isn't always easy. It can also be fun and exciting and adventurous too. And that's why I am so committed to keeping it simple, inspiring, and doable. That's really what I uh, help other homeschoolers do here at Art of Homeschooling. And I think that the most important thing we can do as homeschooling parents is to be honest with ourselves about how we're doing, how we're feeling about it all right now. Just ignoring the stress does not make it go away. I learned that the hard way. 
So how do you begin taking time for yourself? Before we get to some specifics, I think that most of us have some roadblocks to this, right? Roadblocks to taking care of ourselves, to, to just taking the time to do that. So I want to start with the, this idea. We have a natural instinct, right, to take care of our young. Then we add homeschooling on top of that and Caregivers can often easily overgive, right? And there's a cost to overgiving. That cost of overgiving to others is stress, which then affects our health. I know for me, I ignored the stress for so long and wasn't always honest with myself about it because I felt guilty. I had a hard time asking for help as well. And I didn't really have any tools for dealing with stress on a day-to-day basis. I had not uh, discovered those. I hadn't woven them into my homeschooling day. So if you find yourself feeling guilty too, I hope that this episode will allow you to shine a light on why you're avoiding taking time for yourself. I want you to know that it's okay not only to take time for yourself, but to feel guilty about it is normal, right? All caregivers experience this. So I want to share with you my suggestions for how to begin taking time for yourself. And let's start with this great quote. Please remember this. An empty lantern provides no light. Self-care is the fuel that allows your light to shine brightly. Author unknown. The starting point, getting honest with yourself. So how do we get really honest with ourselves? I recently learned a new technique that I think can really help because naming how we're feeling is really the starting point. The idea is that when you feel overwhelmed, remember rain, R-A-I-N. Let the rain wash over your stress, wash away your stress and your anxiety. So here's where I learned this. I've been doing a Building Healthy Habits Challenge over on my favorite meditation app, which is called Insight Timer. And on day five, a meditation teacher by the name of Tara Brock, you might have heard of her, she guided listeners through a meditation practice called RAIN, which is an acronym for Recognize, Allow, Investigate, and Nurture. RAIN is super handy for tackling difficult emotions, whether it's anger, anxiety, fear, shame, and stress. Rain can help you release the grip of that emotion, the grip that that emotion has on you and guide you forward. The idea is to recognize what you're feeling, name it, right? Allow it without judgment, investigate why you feel that way, and then nurture yourself with some self-compassion, I find this super helpful to allow the stress or the intense emotions to be there while not letting them take over. 
just to get a little distance from the overwhelming feelings and recognize them uh, while loving yourself at the same time, no matter what. I'll be sure to include a very helpful visual of this technique in the show notes, which you can find at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 115. Next is be sure to ask for help. (laughs) I know for me, I was not good at asking for help. I felt like since I had chosen to homeschool, I had to do it all. But when I got sick and help became a necessity, I realized it was actually more fun to collaborate with others. For example, homeschooling in a co-op that we formed with just a few families, uh, asking we uh, for a while I, I with a f- group of friends on my block, we alternated making dinners for each other or making parts of the dinner and sharing those because good self-care for each and every family member, care for all family members equates to good care for our children. And that's really our end goal, right? As I often say, homeschooling has to work for everyone, including us, (laughs) in order for it to be sustainable over time. So ask for help when you need it. And finally, recognize that self-care is not selfish. Another roadblock to self-care for me, and perhaps this is true for you too, was I felt like it was selfish for me to take time for myself. I recently saw a post from a life coach I follow on Instagram. Her name is Kara Lowenthal. I'll link to the post in the show notes. And in her post, Kara says that one of the worst things you can call a woman is selfish. It's actually quite an insult. Because we are socialized to be selfless. We are taught to do what other people want us to do. And as parents and homeschoolers, we often put our children first, our family first. We consider them and their needs before even considering our own. Well, I want to give you permission to prioritize your self-care. Taking time for yourself is not selfish. It's actually necessary for our health and well-being and therefore for our family's health and well-being. It's not only okay, it is imperative. Need some convincing? Perhaps you too have that voice telling you that you're selfish when you take time for yourself. So let's change that inner dialogue. Here's something you might want to try. Whenever you find yourself thinking, I can't take time for myself, that's selfish. I invite you to change that thought to one of two options I'm going to share with you now. The first is, whenever you think, I can't take time for myself, that's selfish, replace that thought with, self-care is not selfish, it's necessary for all caregivers. That's option number one. Option number two When you think, I can't take time for myself, that's selfish, you could flip it and tell yourself, it's good to be selfish. (laughs) So choose one of those two options. Choose the one that resonates the most with you or really works for you and give it a try. Remember, put your oxygen mask on first. That's why they tell us that on an airplane. 
the best way to take care of others is to first take care of yourself. It's actually selfish to not take care of yourself because then someone else will have to. So take time for yourself. I want to wrap up with my three favorite ways to make and take time for yourself. These are super simple little practices that you can do on the daily. But remember to pair them with not only being honest with yourself about how you're doing, but also with changing your mindset around the importance of self-care. Here you go. Three simple ideas for self-care. Number one, go outside. I love going for a walk alone, sometimes even without listening to anything at all. No earbuds, just me out walking. Number two, connect with friends. Call a friend for a chat, meet at a coffee shop, or go for a walk together. And number three, schedule in the fun. If you have an opportunity to do something you love, do it. Actually, right now, you could go put some fun on your calendar. I challenge you to do that. Looking for more ideas? We have a PDF of self-care ideas that you can download. Just hop on over to the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 115. This PDF of ideas comes from a wonderful five-day experience in the Inspired at Home community that we do every January, and we'd love to have you come join us for Gathering the Light. There is a different theme each of the five days with a a small activity that you can do, and then we come online together to share our ideas and how it went for us. This is a guided self-care experience within an amazing community of homeschoolers, and you'll find all the details in the show notes for this as well. Thanks so much for joining me today. Let's change the narrative on self-care, starting with the ideas inside of our own heads. We don't have to suffer. You can feel good while homeschooling. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm -hmm.